All right, welcome back to the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro with my trusty companion Bono by my side, always. Yo, yo, what's happening? And Ozzy on the keys, as always. Yo. And the spooktacular moves on. The Electro and Bono Movie Power. What? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. Uh, thank you for listening, of course, and follow us on um, uh, on the social media on Instagram and give us some likes and whatnot on the Facebooks and the Twitters. Facebook if you're old. Facebook if you're old. I mean, it's still alive. If you're over 30, if you're in your late 20s, you're still using Facebook. It doesn't create a LinkedIn. It's the same shit. Yeah. LinkedIn is helpful. Yeah. But yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at the Electro and Bono MPH. Again, Mm. we do have a Facebook page where you could uh, see all our episodes in video form. It's true. um, That's cool. At the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. And then you could follow us on Twitter. At the Electro and B1. Yee. And, you know, Twitter allows porn. So that's always a good platform to use. That's, I, think. I like that. That's so American. They're, what do you, Sometimes they're course. just like, this is a little offensive. You cool with it? And then you click. Yeah. Hashtag. I am cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I am cool with it. Yeah. And so... The spooktacular continues, as we said. Dun, dun, dun. We're nearing the end of October. Halloween's just days, days away. away. Days away, man. Yeah, man. Days away. When, when are we releasing this? Wednesday or Tuesday? I'm going to be like two or three days away from mm-hmm. Halloween when this comes out. Mm-hmm. All Hallows Eve, buddy. Right on time, actually. The day of the witch. Right? Is there a witch day? <laughs> it might the day, be. The night before, that's not witches. Or that's all saints day, right? The, the day before. Who knows? This is scary. What? Are you saying there's a Satan day? All saints day. Saints. Oh, I thought you said all saints. <laughs> all Satan's <laughs> day? Damn, serious? they all come out. Satan's day all day? I'm not going out that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's Satan's day, fucker. <laughs> Don't go out. You're not safe from Satan anywhere, you fucking idiot. Go out at least. Shit. <laughs> You don't want Satan to corner you at home. Go out in public. Mm-hmm. Witch's Day Get apparently is is uh, May first. <laughs> 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 Fuck, we're late, man. It's called late. Walpurgis Night. Well, we'll do the Blair Witch Project for that. <laughs> for that save one. the day. <laughs> Pin that shit. Blair Witch Witch Day. But yeah, we got Halloween coming up. Halloween is, is it canceled? What's going on? How do you just throw candy at kids? Like yeah. a regular Friday? Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> I was like a- seeing I was seeing that like our community in Monterey County is offering like drive through Halloween experiences. Go on the east side. Where you just stay in your car and they bring out a nice little goodie bag for your child. Well, I feel like that's what, if people are going to do it, that's what they're going to be doing, right? People are going to be driving by and the people will give them candy. I don't know, right? Like the drive by Gangsters are going to be so confused. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, where you from, Holmes? And I took a treat. What? (laughs) All right, homie. Here you go. Here you go, little vato. (laughs) A fucking G. Okay. Enjoy the dulces. 
Don't have such a blue costume next year. <laughs> I'll fucking shoot you. Full dis- <laughs> we are Mexican, so we are like to say all it's cool. Not racist. <laughs> not all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> What's a creeper? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the Mexican of the 1960s, I feel, was the movie Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, we're gonna talk about Psycho today. I made mean, you yeah. guys watch Psycho for the first time, right? You guys yeah, have I've never seen, seen this. Yeah, that was the first never time for me. Um, uh, I watched Psycho as a teenager, but I, had, I actually watched Psycho either two or three first. I've seen all. I've seen all four Psychos. There's four of them, by mm, the way. Okay, only one they is all good. Have Norman Bates. Yeah, Normie don't die, baby. No man, and one of them is kind of like a prequel. So that's know. cool. How many involve Hitchcock? Just the first one. Um, uh, yeah, they're not good, but they're fun to watch just because I don't know. There's this one was fucking good. Oh, I think this movie's terrific. Um, uh, yeah, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, of course. Who's I mean, I guess he's most famous for this movie, right? The birds, the birds as well. He's also Vertigo. Those are like the ones I know, but also like um, uh, common <clears throat> people think like uh, Rear Window and North by Northwest. Those are supposed to be very good. I've never seen them, but yeah, it's definitely Psycho, right? Psycho's got to okay. be the most famous. I think so. Um, uh, released in 1960, it was based on a book by um, uh, Robert Block, Blosh, maybe Bloche. That'd be Block. Block, maybe I don't know. And um, it was adapted into screenplay by Joseph Stefano. It reminds you of Christa Stefano, really funny guy. That's actually Stefano. Stefano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to cut that part out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Joseph Stefano. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I think this is being a tool. <laughs> Stefano. That doesn't say Stefano. Anyways, Joey. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> Joey Steps, baby. Joey Steps. <laughs> Joey Steph wrote the screenplay. And um uh so what do you guys think about it? Watch having watched it recently. I think it's a fucking amazing movie. It's fantastic. I yeah, little funny things, of course. Yeah, it's the sixties, you know. But at the same time it's entertaining the whole way through. I was pretty engaged. Uh I really enjoyed the um the mental narration that goes with the character. There's a paranoia throughout this whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. All the characters are fucking paranoid. Yeah, they're, they're going through some shit. Making bad decisions and fucking just getting into shit. Kind of Bakersfield, bad decisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the fucking red flag right there. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, this movie stars Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates, which is like iconic role. I don't think I know about any other Anthony Perkins movies other than Psycho, The mm. Psychos, um, uh, Tony Perks, you know. And um, uh, it stars Janet Lee as Marion Crane. That's Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. <sighs> so horror movies run in the league name you know that's some good stuff mm-hmm. i'll tell you that they've dedicated their lives to the horror 
genre. Yeah. You gotta respect that for you gotta respect the leads for that. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Look good too. She looks fucking good. Yeah. Looks very good. And they had those, you know, really pointy bras back then, but it's all class. Whatever. It's all class. <laughs> it's all class. Whatever. Um, uh, Vera Miles starts as Lila Crane. Um, uh, John Gavin as Sam Loomis. And that rounds out basically the the main cast. There's a few, few other players in there. But um, uh, right off the bat, like to, just the score, because it starts like, dun, dun, and it's an all string score. Right. And it basically makes the whole fucking movie, I think. The fucking score really elevates what what's happening. It just fucks with your like emotions. Kind of like Tenet, you know? Right. Tenet has like this really intense score while just people are just like walking around and you're just like, fuck, well what the hell? <laughs> Where is he walking to? Or what's right, going right. on? Why is it so tense? Dude, one thing that kind of sucks now, especially due to COVID, I know that the San Francisco Orchestra or whatever they would offer that seasonally where they would show like the Lion King and have the entire uh, orchestra or symphony do uh, the fucking music while the thing was playing. Bro, that would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. Like if they did that shit for the like Halloween and they like, were to do Psycho or, you know, Insidious where the music is natural, you get some scary shit. John Carpenter goes out and, and does like a lot of his scores and shit. That'd be fucking awesome. Nowadays. Yeah, I mean, that'd be just, fucking great. Well, the music is done by a dude named Bern, Bernard Herman. Bernard, good old Bernie. No, Bernard Herman. Bernie Herman. He worked with Hitchcock a lot, right? He did Psycho, North by Northwest, The Man Who Knew Too Much, and Vertigo. Also, Citizen Kane and Taxi Driver. The day the earth stood still, Cape Fear, dude. This guy. These did. are fucking hitters. Okay. Yeah, the dude is an Academy Award winner. Yeah. Fuck yeah, of course. But yeah, and he, again, he's the one responsible for that music, and I, I agree. That music is fucking crazy. Um, uh, so I don't know if this is true or not. It's just like uh, IMDb trivia bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So who knows? But I read in one of those that. After Hitchcock finished shooting it, he wasn't happy with it, right? He was, and at that point, he was directing the Alfred Hitchcock like hour. I don't know what it was called. This show he had, oh, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah, and um, um, so he shot it and watched it, and he was just like, ah, I don't think I I made a good movie. Like I'm, he was just planning on releasing it as one of the shows, an episode of one of his shows. But then when Homeboy watched it and scored it, he was just like, oh, fuck. Like, this this makes the movie, like, yeah. yeah, really good. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking put this sucker out. So, yeah, that's how much the fucking music is important in this fucking movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's one of those things, like, too, where you know of it, but you had no idea. Like, that score, the slasher, king, king, yeah. king, you know? Everyone... Knows what like knows that right because of course the studio is able to like release that for other fucking movies or whatever. Well, Here it's that's been parodied for sure endlessly. everywhere. Yeah, but you know even you know being that we went to Electro and I are frequent Universal Studios fucking uh, visitors. visitors. Okay, yeah. 
We're fans. So we're, one, fan, we're fans of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's always awesome. I mean, and now even more so watching the movie. You know, you do pass the fucking Bates Motel. You're going and you see the house. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the people who are giving you the tour, they're really like lively about it. They're narrating. They're giving you information, which at the time, you know, it made sense. Sure, you're telling me about the so- the the setting, but um, I didn't click. And now that, that I see it, I really want to go back and like kind of experience oh, that yeah. again. Where they're like, okay, wave to mother. And you see the window and yeah, the curtain you see open. The mom <laughs> in the That's awesome. And fucking uh, homeboy comes at you with a knife. Norman Bates himself. You see Norman Bates. Um, you drive by and mm-hmm. he's putting a body in the trunk. I've actually seen this on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I've seen the whole tour and that stood out. It's it's, it's weird. It's scary. He yeah. runs at you with Dude, a Dude, the, the last person <laughs> in the trolley legit like the amount of time it takes him to walk to the end of the trolley it's the last person there mm. so he's like within fucking from me to you right stabbing like, range stabbing <laughs> range <laughs> big knife range yeah tony perks it's buddy. fucking great it's really cool Imagine having to channel Tony Perks every day, <laughs> several times a day. How many tours do you think there is a day, Jeez, man? A lot. Motherfuckers Fuck. just running up and down that fucking lawn all day. Yeah. Where's that story? How, <laughs> how are those guys? What's their mental health like? Chilling. I know, man. Living it. Living the dream is what they're doing. But imagine doing it. Like, what do you do for a living? I'm Tony Perks. <laughs> I run at fucking trolleys every day <laughs> i'm a murderer yeah. yeah what is yeah it turns out to be an actual murderer mm-hmm. just carrying real bodies i have to throw a body into a trunk and then run <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome it's a good workout yeah tony perks um uh, so the movie starts off with the score you get a really long credit scene which is just i don't know the the score and the long credits which are like maybe a minute and a half already set the tone to the movie you're about to watch even if you don't know what you're about to watch you're like right. this music is just telling me that some shit's about to pop off <laughs> okay mm-hmm. and then also the way that the text like um uh, it's just really weird because he spells everything out friday december the 11th and right, it's like spelled right. out at 4 20 at 4 43 <laughs> p.m with yeah. everything just spelled out and it's just like all right hitchcock you really want me to pay attention yeah, right i mean to look at huh? every fucking letter fine fucking you can use numbers huh tony um uh, so then you meet Marion Crane, played by Janet Lee, and Sam Loomis, played by John Gavin. And they just got done doing the deed, right? Yeah, that yeah. black and white deed. Well, that's how you capture an audience's attention, right? You get all this fucking, you're like, God damn, I got to read some stuff. Oh, wait a minute. Ooh. What, what's, that, what's that pointy bra right there? Yeah, you know? well, right? So the score... Get, tenses you up mm-hmm. and then you read and then you see a pretty chicken in a bra and you're like okay <laughs> i feel good now i'm relaxed uh-huh heart rate slowing down mm-hmm. after that and so then, so then you find out that like Mar- like they're they're meeting at a hotel or a motel for some reason i don't know this was shot in like the late 50s so for some reason her and him being together is like not doesn't look well socially or something. He's like divorced and owes like alimony money, and he she's a floozy. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's Definitely. not a floozy, you know. There's just this guy who's just like, dude, you know what? I got too many problems, Marion. 
And like, you know, I'll fuck you in this hotel every now and then. What's well, lunch? It's probably by his office. Yeah, yeah. She was him. on lunch. She just took oh, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. long she, lunch. She took an extended yeah. lunch. Long, long and wide is what the ladies say. <laughs> Extendo. Um so that's what it was. That's why they met up in the fucking hotel. You know, it was Quick, the closest wham, thing. Bam. You don't gotta clean up. This isn't gonna happen again. I would never This fuck is you. the last time. I would never get a hotel just for lunch. I'll just tell you that. That's the I'm most baller way know. to do it. Well, you get it. <laughs> you get it early, right? You get the motel early, so you have all day. Multiple That's true. Times. Yeah, you got it. You come back later. Yeah, you have a full day, bro. Come on. Okay. <laughs> you come back later. You do. Yeah, you do something else. You mm-hmm. sleep. Your next day, you're at the mm-hmm. office early. You look like a champ. Yeah. Yeah. Like a CEO shit. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So Sam Loomis was on his way up, even though he's broke as fuck. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. So they, she's like upset, right? She's like, like, can we get married? And he's just like, nah. I got too many fucking problems. Go off, find another man. Like, like I'm cool. Just like I need money. Lunch. I'm like super in debt. Like I, like I can't. <laughs> I rent rooms at lunchtime to fuck. Obviously, I'm not good with money. Oh, I'm sure she probably paid <laughs> she for that pays room. For it. That's how a pimp does it. Yeah. Well, he's broke. Yeah, exactly. He's pimping. And you know what? He looks good with his shirt off. So she's down to yeah, pay yeah. for that room. Mm-hmm. Which was like 25 she cents. Very I'm happy sure. to pay for Oh, cents. yeah. But in those days, <laughs> <laughs> come on. She's super down because she does a felony. You know, right? Yeah. And then so, you know, she's just like, let's get married, dude. You have a great bod. Let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. lock it up. Lock it down. Mm-hmm. I'm like I got these pointy bras. We could just yeah. do it. We could just seal the deal. Actually, has to be uncomfortable, right? Ladies, yeah. I mean, ladies, tell me. <laughs> send me pictures. Yeah. Let's just yeah. check it out, right? Let's let's get some real time <laughs> opinions on this. Electron Bono MPH at salabites.com. Yeah, yeah. Send yep. them pics. We'll figure it out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say, ah, oh, that does look painful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We say, but that does not look comfortable. Oh, yeah. Take it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, she wants to, like, marry him. He's just like, I can't. And he's just like, what are you going to be right there when I, like, send the alimony checks to my ex-wife? And she's just, and she's down. She's like, I'll lick the stamps, yeah. bro. So I, I would have married her. I don't does know. Does she say it? Does he tell her, like, you can lick the stamps? No, she says, I'll lick them. Oh, she's she a fucking keeper, bro. Come on, yeah. man. What are you doing? Yeah, she's she's a writer. <laughs> she's in for sure. Exactly. She's like, I don't give a fuck that you're broke. Let's get married. And That's he's love. just like, nah. Go get fucking murdered, bitch. Go, <laughs> go die. How about you go die instead? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that after that, she gets she heads back to work. And I guess Alfred Hitchcock cameoed in all of his movies. And that's where his cameo comes he's, up. He's like standing outside of the door. Yeah. Reading the paper. And he wanted to get rid of his cameo early because everybody always knew to look for him. But, you know, like, I don't know. He just, like, when he... Read the book, like he wrote, he bought the rights and he like tried to buy every copy that he could get his hands off so that nobody really knew about the fucking story. He just wanted to blow people's minds. He was just like, Oh, I know that with this story, like I'll fucking everybody will get blown away. He made a big deal about like not letting people into the show, like after it started, like it had to be a surprise. He's telling people, hey, if you watch this movie, do not spoil it. Let people watch this and figure it out. 
Because at this fucking time, this is considered like super gruesome and shit. They're right, like, right, right, like, right. You know, there was still that person that left the movie theater and was like, "The mom is dead the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was the Bruce. The Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time of the of 1960, yeah. bro. It was yeah. just like what? Hitchcock what just chasing what? the dude down the street. Mm-hmm. Fuck this guy. Ban him from my movies. <laughs> Kill him. Exactly. Like yeah, that I'm pretty sure that had was I mean, we're still talking about Psycho to this day. You know that came out in 1960. I don't know Wu Tang fucking. Well, I don't know if it was Wu Tang. It was ODB for sure. I don't know mm-hmm. if he was by himself or in Wu Tang, but yeah, it's influential, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so yeah, it was a fucking. It was like a a big movie. It was actually looking at 1960. It was the second highest grossing movie of the year. Whack. Why aren't we talking about the best movie? We're watching about talking about the second best movie <laughs> of it's, a shitty year as it is. Wow. <laughs> there you, you heard it here first. <laughs> Ozzy says fuck 1960. <laughs> it's the worst of the 60s. I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> what was was number one? Number one is a movie I've never heard of called Swiss Family Robinson. Um uh it made Forty million dollars. Whoa! I've heard that name so much, but I have not. What is it like? They, they're singers, and they break down the the tickets sold. So that it sold fifty eight million tickets. Fifty eight for forty million dollars. What they're like two cents a ticket? Can you do that math? Fifty eight to no. fifty eight fifty. Like on a calculator. Let me see. 5850 50. Time, times like 10 which is the what a movie what 5850 times 10 10 dollars you know you would just add a zero right yeah what is it <laughs> so it would be 58500 58500 what is it? I, I don't even know what I was trying to do right now yeah what the fuck are you doing this isn't a, a math podcast no. you talk about movies for a reason that's like, so. true i'm sorry <laughs> i'm on Drugs. Swiss Family Robinson is available on Disney Plus. I was trying to make a point, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, Psycho was number two. I made thirty-two million dollars. That's a lot of money. And it sold forty-six million tickets. Oh, that's what I was saying. So, so um, uh, that movie would have made like eight hundred and fifty million dollars today. Right? Sounds about right. Let's go with that. <laughs> if we're wrong, fucking send us a message. And that is electro <laughs> electro math. Yeah. Hashtag electro math. I am taking a math class, right? <laughs> so you're not passing, I'm but you're taking up. it. Now you know what? I got like a 74% on my first quiz. <laughs> I got a hundred percent attendance. No. Come on, Participation. Man. Um uh, the only other movies I see in this list from this year that I recognize Spartacus directed by Stanley Kubrick is the number three movie this year. And then after that, I don't recognize any of these things. Hmm. The apartment, the apartment. That's what won best picture that year. That's what beat it in the Oscars. What's crazy about this list too. It's just like, okay, psycho and Spartacus. I mean, I've heard of Swiss Rob family Robinson. I've heard, I know that name, but I don't know what it is. I no clue. I know what Spartacus is, but that's the only thing that you like, and I'm pretty sure Psycho is probably more well known 
Like it's the only thing that's really surviving from that year of movies, and it didn't win like best everything. Actually, Oscars, you need to go back and give Psycho all of the fucking Oscars because no one knows any of those other fucking movies, man. By popularity, it wins. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, so you get back to Marion, and she goes back to work, and um. Uh, her boss comes in with uh she's all happy. She just got dicked in. Yeah, she just got she fucking got big old she, Well, she's kinda happy, but she's pissed because she just this guy just told her that he's not gonna be with her basically. She's like, right. Damn, I'll always be the same. So she's relaxed. Also <laughs> the working condition and where they're uh, I'm sure it was hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. There's like one shitty fan. There's no AC, right? Cause the guy says that, hey. Your boss can afford AC because I'm about to make a fucking, you know, whatever. Tom Cassidy, this cowboy motherfucker, yeah. comes in swinging his dick. They're in Phoenix. Long dick. <laughs> yeah, he's just hitting on everybody. Marion's co-workers are fucking taking tranquilizers. Tranks! That chick was cool. Drug addicts. Yeah. That girl was cool. You she think was, so? Yeah, she was probably a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, no, she's all tranked out. That's the flu season. Yeah. So what I do, there you go. In. And so Tom Cassidy comes in, and her boss also looks like Walt Disney. Yeah. I just want to throw <laughs> yeah, that out there. Little, little cameo from Walt. And Walt yeah. came in. You gotta show up. <laughs> Speaking of Walt Disney, um, uh, so Alfred Hitchcock wanted to shoot one of his movies at Disneyland one time. It's not, at some point in the 60s, and Walt Disney didn't allow it because he was just like, that's that sick fuck that directed Psycho. That movie's like, Wow. Despicable. I would never let him shoot anything in Disney. What? <laughs> Universal what Studios fucking... was like, fuck that. All right, we're fuck. starting our own theme. Exactly. Putting him in a tour, motherfucker. Yeah. This is what we can do for you, Mr. Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But what was I saying? So, yeah, Tom Cassidy, he comes in. With a wad of cash, and he's just like, I'm gonna buy a so I guess it's a wedding this. gift, right? He says the wedding. He's gonna gift. buy a house for his daughter. Yeah, yeah, because they're a real estate company. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Is it a real estate yeah, company? Yeah. So, um, uh, Walt Disney tells Marion, like, take these forty thousand, go put them in our safety deposit box in the bank. So the decision she makes is actually, I think. A really smart decision on the fly. If you are going to steal money, yeah, she had the right fucking idea. Yeah, because she right and right, they set up that her boyfriend is in debt and she's in love with this man, wants to marry him, and the only reason he won't marry her is because of his debt. And she believed it. Yes, like a woman. That's the, <laughs> that's the classic, He's like, Fuck, are you classic tale. This dude's like, I thought that was like a fucking it's stone. I've never even married. Holy shit! I pulled it He's off. Like, I went into debt to bitch. break up with this chick. <laughs> I'm fucking paying alimony. <laughs> fucking clinger. <laughs> I fucked up. A stage five clinger, my that's boy. A, that's a virgin clinger. This is my first Asian. <laughs> So she's desperate. She needs money to stay with her man. Yeah, and she gets handed forty grand. And when she walks, yes. and when she walks in, she had already told her coworker she had a headache. I'm sure she had a headache because her boyfriend just said, "Fuck that! I will never marry you." Life pounded out. She gone. did, and she got a bad one. He just <laughs> fingered her for fifteen minutes. Ah, lunchtime's over. He didn't even take his pants off. No, uh, fuck. Sure <laughs> over the, all shirt. 
Over the no pants, Rebby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's what we got to do, man. Psycho the first two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what happened, happened in that hotel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a real horror story. Why'd she take such a long lunch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. <laughs> so they give her the money, and she decides on the fly... To tell her boss, you know what? I have this headache. Can I just go home after I deposit the money? This is Friday at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. She puts it together that they will not find out until Monday morning that this money did not get deposited. That's premeditation. That's some real on the fly. Yeah, that's finding out some info and making a split decision. Like that's five years extra on your prison sentence. Yeah. Split decisions? <laughs> nah, thinking about it beforehand like that? Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't think about it for long, no. so I don't think... Uh, well, the law doesn't care about <laughs> things. <laughs> you think justice gives a fuck? It's the semantics. <laughs> <laughs> justice is blind. Yeah, that's true. You're right about that. So she takes 40K. It's in 1960, equivalent of $347,000. Once again... Hashtag electromath. So <laughs> electromath. Take that with a big I read of this salt. number from the internet. I didn't. I didn't do the math. <laughs> right, I didn't por- do the math on this one. Pornhub has that kind of calculator. Mm-hmm. And also, the seven hundred dollars she will use translates to about six grand, apparently, according to Ooh. this. And actually, in twenty sixteen money, I think though. Hmm. So damn, that was before you know who. <laughs> <laughs> So it's worth like way more now? I don't know. Right? It's one or or the other. Inflation. I don't know. Anyways. So she fucking makes that split decision. Goes home. And I saw this in the trivia. So she goes home. And she changes, right? She's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to dip. I'm not sure where she was dipping to. What was her plan? Because this is where it starts getting sloppy. The only smart part of her plan was taking the money, not knowing that. She was going to Sam's crib. Sam's crib? I don't think she was, though. She took off to, like, fucking... She was going to Sam's crib. That's that's according to my (laughs) Wikipedia research. Once home, she decides to steal the money and drive to Sam's home in Fairvale, California. Okay. No uh, little number, what is it? Like the uh, reference or what is it? Huh? What are you talking about, Oz? Like when you you can... Like a page number? Yeah, or? like, well, it tells you a fact and then it has like where they got that fact. Yes. A site? Yeah, it's not cited or anything, so I don't know. It could be some some crazy guy with a shitty podcast. True. That did that. Whatever. She was crossing <laughs> to fucking Bakersfield, so for sure she yeah. was on her way somewhere. I don't know what, what she She's was... She's going to Sammy's house. She got lost? She got lost then, and then, I don't know, or she got sleepy? She got tired, yeah. She got, yeah. She got tired. tired, she fell asleep, but she said it was dark. What a dumb, bro, you just stole 40000 and you're just going to go sleep in the side of the <sighs> fucking road? She's right, a pretty right, white woman, Right dude. before that, too, though, she, she, she encounters her oh, right. boss and the guy who gave her the cash. Yeah. Uh, she was leaving the town, right? So they hit her with that Pulp Fiction hitter. Where she's just That's on the fucking fiction. on the, the stoplight mm-hmm. and in the crosswalk, you see the bo- is it Walt Disney who turns Walt Disney out? himself. Yeah. yeah, he looks right at her, and she and like, he sees her and and she waves at him, 
And he waves back, and then you see him kind of look like, hmm. huh? Like, didn't she say she was not feeling what well? What is this conniving yeah. ass whore? But then he just keeps going. Like, he's just like, whatever. Yeah, fuck Like, it. maybe she was just trying to dip out of work or anything. Mm-hmm. She's going to Walgreens to get his pills. Yeah. Trying to get some tranks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yep. I mean, and so this is where the movie starts. Um, uh, Like, she starts... Like imagining what people like, what the scenarios might be. She starts hearing like, like, oh yeah, like I like we didn't think anything of it, you know. She just left. She said she had a headache and stuff. So she's like running through scenarios, right? And then with the score in the background, and then just the face. You just see her fucking face. Yeah, it's like a close like, up of her driving. You know, obviously, fucking background motion whatever and shit with the, the score it's it's her paranoia speaking through her through yeah. narration yeah like she's just thinking of like what they could possibly leave the stove on that <laughs> the trouble <laughs> that she's could possibly be in you know so yeah she sleeps so she goes to sleep on the road like a dumb broad and then a cop wakes her up and she's just like he's like hey what the fuck is like Woman, you can't just sleep here. You're gonna someone's gonna kill you. She's like, What the fuck? Yeah. Why are you driving? <laughs> yeah. Where is your husband? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh no. I'm sure that's what he was. But you know, she she gets sassy with this fucking cop. And you know what, man? Sometimes well, you fuck just, that. She didn't do shit. Exactly. You just gotta <laughs> you just gotta know how to talk Pace. to police. That's it. You know, I mean, what she I wasn't do. having it. Fourth, She's on her merry way. Yeah, fourth Did I do something fourth. wrong, officer? No. Exactly. But what she says, am I acting as if I did something wrong? And then he's just like, well, you kind of are, you dumb bride. Yeah, his word for word, what he says in this movie, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> These are quotes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... She's just like, well, like, am I being arrested? And he's like, nah. And she's like, well, then I'm fucking out of here. And I don't got to be talking to your ass anymore. Exactly. (laughs) And it's trippy, too, because, like, he follows her. Yeah, he follows her the whole way. He's highway patrol, and he goes out of the highway. Is he highway or is he sheriff? I didn't see the badging or anything. He's some kind of law He's a chip? I don't know, man. I don't know. It was in Bakersfield. Just saying. He's a it was on 99. It was on 99 in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking. Fucking chip. Yeah, so then she dips, and then, again, so this is where she just starts making stupid decisions. So she's just like, okay, I'm going to go get a new car. But she decides to do this as she's being followed by a cop who stops right in front of the car dealer that she goes into and is just watching her yeah. the whole fucking time. Would you... That's like you're defeating the purpose of buying a new car, right? You're buying a new car so that at least you'll blend, right? Because at that same time, you're you're not going to deal with a vast uh, selection of vehicles, right? You're going to only have a couple thousand that made it to production. And you're going to see, hey, one of them has an Arizona plate in California. Clearly, that's the fucking dumb broad that I fucking fell asleep on the side of the road. Okay. So she's like, I need the Cali plate. <laughs> Which, by the way, she had a fucking bargain on a fucking what? What kind of car? Did you see what kind of car it was? No. Okay. (laughs) I think maybe a Ballard. Who the fuck knows? But three grand. No, she she traded in her car. Yeah. And then paid seven hundred bucks. But the fucking sticker price on all the cars that were there that were brand new were like thirty two hundred bucks. Four thousand was like. Well, she had a nice car. It was cool. 
<laughs> she, she had to, black. It was a little dusty. Yeah, she just had to pay seven hundred dollars on top of that, and she had a brand new car. It's pretty fucking good deal. No, no, no it was a used car. Brand new used car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she's like already. She just like gets there, and she's just like, "I want a new car," and he's just like, "All right." Oh, and the first thing he goes up to her and says, "I don't want any trouble." And she's just like, what? Like everything, everything anybody says, she like kind of takes like yeah. as a like, ah! <laughs> like everybody yeah, knows, like everybody knows I'm a thief. You're yeah. the first. She's a felon and she crossed state lines. So yep. she's got the feds coming. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah, straight up. But she's then that, G-Man. That, not really though. Cause you know, apparently everybody just kind of like lets it go. <laughs> There's not even. An investigation, kind of. There. Well, there is. There's a private a eye. Yeah. yeah. See? The law is just like, whatever. You guys can work it out She's if you like. We're going to find her, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she trades in the car. And then, she, again, she's she just wants to leave. She's just, like, pressuring the guy. She's just like, all right, I'll take that one. And he's just like, you don't even want to think about it? And she's like, nah, dude. How much? With plus my car, you know, and she's just like, "Well, give me about seven hundred dollars." He's about like, three fifty, and then he just, she just comes out with that cash, and then he's just like, "Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Where <laughs> is your husband? Yeah. I, I don't see a man I here. Can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> How are you selling? Is this your husband's I car? Can't, I can't do this to another man. I know you're <laughs> fucking the man over. <laughs> I can't do this. Well, he says that. He's yeah, like, you, you got the papers and everything yep. for this shit." Mm-hmm. She's like probably. So yeah, probably. <laughs> this is my car. Yeah, I drove it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right then. Yeah, well, he's just like car. I guess. So you fool. And then she's about to dip, and then the, at this point, the, the cop cops, is just like right there, into the lot, yeah, <laughs> standing right there, right by her as she gets in the car and she's about to take off. And then a guy's like, "Wait." And she didn't even bother to take her bags out of the other fucking oh, car. Dude. And by the way, that motherfucking mechanic, that's a man's mechanic, bro. That dude is covered in grease, oil, mm-hmm. and everything. Coming out of the new car, <laughs> right? Fucking filthy, dirty. <laughs> dude knows what he's doing, man. <laughs> yeah. I just polished her off for you. Here you should go. <laughs> take your luggage. <laughs> yeah, and then so... Like, yeah, at this point, it's just like everything she does makes her seem like she's guilty. Makes everybody be like, what's up with you, bitch? Mm-hmm. And she's fucking freaking out the whole fucking time. So the movie just like it's tense. Like, and then with the score, it doesn't fucking help. Because then after that, she gets in the car and starts hearing more fucking voices of what the of what the car salesman saying to the cops. Like, I don't know. Strangest thing. She just would. Came up here and took the car, blah, 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 you know? Which, by the way, also, if you haven't seen the movie or are unaware, it is all in black and white. Mm-hmm. So it adds another layer of, like, intensity, kind of like this, I don't know. I don't it know. It super cool. It does look dope. Like, black and white horror, like black and white horror movies, you know, those are iconic it makes you think of like Dracula or fucking Universal Monsters or it something adds like to that. The tension for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it goes with it. Like, uh, if you want to be hip now, you make a black and white horror movie now, and you're just like, ooh, this is. Wasn't Blair Witch Project 
Black no. and white? It just was just like shitty, shitty colors. <laughs> shitty color correction. Just <laughs> shitty. It. it looked shitty, but <laughs> it was technically, there was color in it. <laughs> yeah. So after this, so she starts hearing the car salesman talk to the cop in her head. And after that, she starts hearing like what her work is thinking, like her friends saying, like, I don't know. She just hasn't, she just never showed up to work. Yeah, I can't get a hold of her. Yeah. I tried reaching her. Yeah, exactly. She's like, we tried her sister. We're calling her sister now. She doesn't know either. And then you start hearing her sister being like, well, I haven't heard from her. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, you even hear Cassidy, the old man, being like, like, you saw her. She just took my money and stuff. Like, and she even flirted with me. He did a reverse me yeah, too. Reverse it. <laughs> victim. Mm-hmm. Self victimized. I didn't even say anything inappropriate mm-hmm. to her. <laughs> she came on to me. Mm-hmm. And then robbed me blind. <laughs> <laughs> now my baby girl who doesn't get no house for her wedding day. Boo. <laughs> But yeah, so she hears all all these things in her head, which is just great because it's just like, and she's looking relatively normal. Like her face looks scared, but she's just like driving and she's just like thinking all these messed up things. She knows she fucked like the guilt and is they fucking could very eating well her. Be happening that way. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. It's like it's also letting you know that she's aware that her actions are gonna affect all these people. And their day to day, whether it's it's Saturday, Sunday, or come Monday when they start the day, right? Well, you know, sometimes she is late on Mondays, mm-hmm. so she might show up a little yeah. later. You know, so there's she's already playing that part out because she knows yeah. she's late on Mondays and shit like that. Yeah, and like the boss was just like, she worked for me for ten years. Like I didn't even think not to fucking trust her with the fucking money. <laughs> you know, right. it's like, you know, she's running through all these scenarios. Guilt's fucking eating her alive. Yep. And then it starts fucking raining. And she kind of takes the the quapa's advice, right? She's like, just fucking stop at a fucking motel. She sees a motel. Little does she know, it's Ooh, the Bates, Bates motel. motel. Lights were on. Mm-hmm. And that's it, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, a du- it's a done deal. <laughs> it's a done deal for her. Um. Uh, um, uh, so that's when you meet Norman Bates for the first time. And so when we were watching this movie the other day, Ozzy probably laughed for at least four minutes of this movie saying Master Bates. Dude, <laughs> if he had a fucking butler. Yeah, yeah. If he had a butler. <laughs> yeah. And the butler came into the room and like mm-hmm. said, what's up? He would say Master, would say Master Bates. Well, Master if, Bates. He ever, if he was English. If yeah. he had an English butler. Also that They're house, all English. Yeah. Haven't you seen Fresh Prince? Okay. The house looked like a manor. It looked really nice. It was a nice yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. somebody nice called him house. Master Bates at some point <laughs> in his life. So, absolutely. So, right outside of Bakersfield. It's so, hilarious. So Alfred Hitchcock, who is also kind of like a known to be a dick to his actors, to like I don't know, try to get better performance out of him, actually would call him Master Bates throughout all of fucking shooting to like annoy him. Really? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Can I get credit for my fucking genius? <laughs> no. Like no, I'll give some to Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> Not to you. That's it. <laughs> Me and For Hitch your genius? 
You want me to give you some credit for laughing throughout the movie <laughs> for like four minutes? That's something that obviously the creator found hilarious as well. <laughs> me and I Freddie understand Hitch him. Been, yeah. I get it. I would have drawn right, you're working two. on This it. is a comedy. <laughs> it's a dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. So Marion meets fucking Norman Bates, who... The how are we serious? Are you serious? <laughs> you start laughing and masturbates again. It's Hitchcock, dude. Um, uh, so, so Norman, the house is like, like above a little hill above the motel. Twelve vacancies, twelve cabins, twelve vacancies. He says it like three times in the movie. They just- built like a highway, right? That. Took it to traffic away. Yeah, that that used to be the main highway. So no, business no was a booming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, not anymore. No one goes to there anymore unless nope. you're like a fucking criminal. Or something. Yeah, true. Um, uh, so he meets her and she and um, uh, Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates. I think he fucking crushes it. This oh, whole fuck, fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah dude. amazing. Um, uh, that first scene where he's introduced. Like, if you don't know, like, obviously, everybody knows this fucking tale or whatever. But if you imagine watching this movie for the first time and not knowing what's going to happen. He's just, like, a really nice guy and stuff. Right. And you see, like, as she talks to him, he starts to get creepy. But at first, he was just, like, really nice. Offered her food. Right. She doesn't even sandwiches. Yeah, sandwiches. Yeah. Here we go, <laughs> dude. It's part of all of these fucking movies. I'm telling you, dog. The Shining took it from fucking Hitchcock, buddy. Right from the Bates Motel. The bro. sandwich straight to the. If overlook. you fucking disrespect that sandwich, <laughs> murder will come. <laughs> and it's cool too because yeah, like uh, the dialogue on on how they start talking. He actually starts saying how that is his life. That is his world. That's all he's done. And anyone that's come by it, you can tell that he's kind of been like that lonely fucking dude who was just tending to his mother, according to him, and all this type of shit. And that's all he's known. Uh, You know, a little piece of shit motel outside of Bakersfield. That's life for yeah. So homeboy. So he says, like, are you hungry? Can I get you some sandwiches and some milk? Which is a gentleman's meal, really. Can't go wrong. That's with how that. you woo a girl <laughs> in the sixties. So must have been peanut butter sandwiches. I don't know. Uh, fire. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter sandwiches. Um, so he sixties so, peanut butter. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's that original Jeff, yeah, right? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that real. Fuck shit. that Peter Pan shit. You got some Jeff ready to go. So he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go fix him up at the house." Oh, he invites her come to the upstairs. house. Yeah, he invites come, her to the house. Come to the house. But then you hear. Um, uh, him argue with his mom. He's just like, I'm just giving her sandwiches, ma. And she's like, she's a whore, Norman. Yeah. A whore. And he's just like, ma, you're the devil. Everything's the devil. Yeah, you mama. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bobby Boucher. Oh, bro. shit. That's where, oh, shit. That's where yep. it goes to. Yep. Waterboy is the comedic version of Psycho, <laughs> where he doesn't care, where nobody dies. It's, the opposite. it's actually dramatic if you look, watch it closely. Yeah. The Waterboy. Yeah. Oh, it's a man's journey. Yeah, Rabita. Yeah. To whom it may concern. 
Waterboy episode coming at you soon. Yeah. Someday soon. Um, uh, so you hear them argue, and the fucking house is like a hill away, so they must have been yelling their asses also off. i mean i'm the sure rain. there's there's oh you know what there was rain. i was gonna say there's like nothing there i'm sure you can hear everything on the hillside coming down i don't think it was raining at that point okay anymore. so see no, there was stop. no rain yeah, so you can hear was stopping it is amphitheater style right yeah so. it's downward and then there's no window screen either <laughs> like, and to think also uh when he comes back with the sandwiches he's just like oh that rain didn't even didn't last at all did it it's like, if you think about it, she only stopped because it rained. And it only rained for, like, a minute. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so if, if she had shit. just, like, gutted right, it right, out. Right. <laughs> like, no, yeah. And, and uh, in the conversation, also, a, a key part of it is that he's he's like, she asks him, well, how far is this? Like, it's only 10, 15 minutes away. Yeah, you can go over there. Yeah, you could just go down there and get yourself a nice hot meal mm-hmm. and do your thing. But try to save her. Yeah, <laughs> he was hooking her up. But no, You don't she... have to die today, Marion. <laughs> when you see that, uh, well, if you read serial killer things on Wikipedia like I do. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how some of them will, will you know, they'll do something to, like, let them get away mm-hmm. and and yeah so if they like oh if i ask her for directions and she ignores me then she's cool but if she responds and she's a whore I must die like, mm-hmm. that's how if she's fucking and, stupid yeah it doesn't value her life then i will take it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> jamie kennedy explains all of this in scream by scream the way. three <laughs> really <laughs> i don't know <laughs> probably it's the first one uh, <laughs> 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 no well the genius of this movie is that at this point you are on this journey with this woman and you're very invested in what she's going through. You're you feel her guilt and you're like, oh fuck, you know, like you could tell she's a good person, right? I or mean whatever. Yeah, she was just stupid for a moment. Yeah, she did a, she did something on impulse and, and she then, didn't hurt no one by doing it. You know, she didn't beat anybody up for it. Yeah, she spent seven hundred dollars. And then as she, super- she did some electromath. <laughs> when you spend seven hundred dollars, yes, can that be a thing? Electromath. <laughs> just when you just when you just pull numbers out of your ass. <laughs> she fucking pulled out a paper with some stationery and she's like forty thousand minus seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> she ripped it up as if it was the fucking yeah, biggest so- secret in the world. Yeah, so <laughs> so he brings uh, her the sandwiches. They're having a little convo in the office. And it's nice at first. She's kind of like, I don't know, she's charmed by him in a way at first. But then, you know, he kind of lays out his situation to her that he lives with his mom. And he kind of feels tied down because of her. He can't really go off and do his own thing. And she's just like, well, why wouldn't you just leave? Like, why don't you just leave, dude? And I think just by her, like, saying that, that's when he's just like, oh, you're dead, bitch. Like, like, you're moms. You you don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand. Yeah, he's like, what are you saying? Like, like, and he's, she was just like, well, you could just, you know, like, put her somewhere. That's what she did, right? I just left. Yeah. So you could just, you don't have to deal with your problems. You could just run away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's Or he he tells her, like, you could just, like, put her somewhere. He's like, what, you want to institutionalize her? You want me to put her, like, 
in a fucking crazy fucking Nut house. You know how so terrible those places are? Yeah, so he starts getting like hella defensive yeah, out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Oh, also, what I noticed the last time I watched it, I think maybe he even decided he was going like, to maybe kill her or like the mother thing when she, she fucking, she signs a fake name in the registry. But then they go through this whole conversation, and at the end, she tells her his real name, her real name, mm. and shakes her hand. She's like, I'm Marion Crane, shakes her hand, she goes off to bed. And then he goes and looks at the registry and sees that she did a that she did a, she put she wrote a false name. And he was like, Oh, she's a lying whore. <laughs> she deserves yeah. death. She's deceiving yeah. and shit, you know? Also, yeah, yeah. When I think the flip was coming too when he started talking about uh well he's like a taxidermy or something. He oh, just yeah, stuffs a bunch the fucking birds. birds. I mean that's a fucking red flag all day, bro. Like, come on, there's nothing where's your taxidermist? The only thing They're not around here. You just yeah. do this by yourself. The what only the thing fuck? worse than someone who has a bunch of birds is someone that has a bunch of dead birds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Either fucking way. If you go to somebody's house <laughs> and there's a bunch of birds, then you die. Just be weary, okay? <laughs> Just be careful. Watch out. They like to engage flying things. If they give you milk and a sandwich, get the fuck out mm-hmm. of there. These are the rules. Milk and sandwich. These are the rules. Do you want to come eat a milk and a little bit of sandwich in front of all my dead owls? <laughs> Leave, woman. It's fucking creepy, man. It's terrifying. Yeah. And, you know, he says, uh, you know, some iconic lines here. Oh, boy's best friend is his mother and stuff. Super creepy. So then you see actually Marion start to kind of feel bad for him and shit. And then he snaps on her. And then he talks about how she used to have like a boyfriend and stuff. But then he went away and then she got sad. I don't know. He says that she killed herself or something. Or or she something happened and she didn't kill herself, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she like hurt herself. She was like in a wheelchair now or something. But he blamed it all on this guy leaving. And then she was just like, well, she's got you. And then he says, like, a son is a, a, son is a poor substitute for a lover, which is like. Yeah, that is some. Uh, which is like. She don't like how creepy, I fuck. Creepy. <laughs> creepy stuff. Damn, son, you got that yeah. weak dick, dog. <laughs> oh, God. I love you, kid, but you're oh, whack. Oh, the sack. Jesus. Dude. What a joke that was. <laughs> yeah. And then, so yeah, they're talking about the madhouses. He also says the iconic line, we all go a little mad sometimes mm-hmm. right there. Terrific stuff. But then at, by the time that she finishes talking to Norman, even though he went like crazy, and you see him go from like completely charming and nice to like, oh, fuck, this guy's like, he could fucking snap and just fucking hurt right. somebody, you right. know? He will just, he's a little bitch, you know, he'll misinterpret something and take it right up the, right up the keister. (laughs) That's the okay hole. Completely triggered. Yeah. And then, but but they come to terms at the end. She's like, all right, we're cool. And then um, uh, at that point, he's just like, where are you off to tomorrow? And she's like. You know, like <laughs> hopefully, I don't know. She just stole, me. and she's and then she's just like, I gotta go back to. I think she says like Phoenix or yeah, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. I need to go back to Phoenix and like fix something that I messed up. So you see her that like throughout her journey and her talk with Norman, she's just like, I need to go back 
and I need to give this money back and do make things right. Like I fucked up. This yeah. guy proved to me there's good people yeah. in the world left. Yeah. And I, and, I, <laughs> and I must be one of them. I'm not this sad fuck that lives with his mom <laughs> and then refuses to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then that's when she goes and does the electromath, right? Because she's just like, all right, I spent 700 bucks. Like, I need a song. <laughs> she literally does. Yeah. She gets 40,000. She gets a piece of paper and writes 40,000 <laughs> minus 700. Mm-hmm. No, she she gets the, <laughs> which also, yeah, he mentions like, hey, we have stationery here if you want to send it off. You know, to yeah. make your your friends or whatever jealous. Like, oh yeah, you stayed at the Bates Motel. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So she goes. She does the electromath, and then she's just like, "All right, this is how much I need to pay back." Seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! God damn! Well, so, she had so, to fucking write that down. So, oh, it, like, okay, okay so, seven hundred. <laughs> let, let me not forget that. So yeah. the so the reason why that scene oh is in the God, movie so stupid. is that the writer, for some reason, wanted to put a toilet seat in the fucking movie, which apparently at this point in time, there had not been a toilet seat or a toilet seat flushing in a movie up to this point. For some reason, they just didn't fucking do it. Mm. That I don't know. They thought it was like inappropriate or some shit. I don't know. But they didn't do it. And so the writer wanted that to happen. So he told Hitchcock, like, look, I need the toilet seat to be in this fucking scene. And Hitchcock was just like, well, if it if you want it in the scene, you better make the movie need for it to be in the fucking scene. Mm. So that's why he wrote that thing that he she throws that into the toilet seat so that mm. you have to see it fucking flush or whatever. That's the only reason. And, and, and fucking... like I the I mean, unless you're using <laughs> the entire paper to write 40,000, <laughs> yeah, that's the only part that survives. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that's left. Yeah. Not the uh, 700. Not the, <laughs> oh my god. Not the minus sign. <laughs> <laughs> or the total. <laughs> Again. Yeah. So anyway, fucking Marion's just like, let me wash all this filth off of me. I'm cleansed. Mm-hmm. I already know exactly how much I got to pay back. <laughs> I did the math. I flushed it down the toilet. Let me go wash off of this scene. And then she gets the old stabby stab, you know. But also, right before that, you got to keep in mind she is in room one. Right cabin next, one. Cabin, cabin one. one next to the... What, like the fucking check-in desk, which right. is Homeboy's office, office. office. With a half-inch hole yeah. at eye level <laughs> yes. that she somehow does not see. Yeah. Well, she's not the brightest person. I thought we've made this <laughs> yeah. clear. You get the old Scooby-Doo fucking <laughs> <laughs> eyes in the painting fucking act going. Yeah, he spies on her. Yeah, so you, you can see her. Worst death. And I mean, you know, she pulls off that shirt. She's got that... Pointy bra action going down. She takes that pointy bra off. And apparently you couldn't show nudity back in these days. But I feel like, I don't know. The, the implication of it is is there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's very nice. Very tastefully done. Very nice. And, oh, and also she takes the money and she she wrapped it around a newspaper. The left new, it on the what nightstand. What is it? The LA Times? Left it? it on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. And then somebody shows up, 
dressed as a woman. You never see the face, mm-hmm. and she gets stabby stabbed right in the in the kitchen. I mean, in the kitchen, in the shower, and she gets stabbed like I don't know nine times or something. A good amount. Oh, uh, wow. Fuck, man, I should have paid more attention. But I was re- recently watching this uh, documentary on Shutter, and they're breaking down that scene, and each frame. Is a different cut frame of everything. So all that scene is composed of still shots of single motion shit. Whether it's her screaming, whether it's the curtain pulling, they are all individual. They were not shot sequential. It wasn't a shot that was chopped up. They were like still frame, still frame, still frame, still frame, still frame. It's pretty fucking cool. I mean, you see movement. You though. get you get mild movement, but like in total, I think you it was see like, the you see the hand come down, the stabby stab. Right, but like the her reactions, like her, her feet. Her fucking scream. I don't know thing. about that. You see her feet move. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, we'll, we'll check out the thing and you'll see what I'm talking Maybe about. Maybe there's some stills. But <clears throat> but there's some good stuff because it's implied, right? It, it's You're not seeing the stabbing happening. You're seeing her you, reactions and the blood. Well, or the no, so you hear the, the iconic uh, score, which is the... the ching, 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 ching. Right? Yeah. Which is just like, ah! <laughs> and then... You hear the stabbing sound, which is actually the sta- the sound of them stabbing like a fucking cantaloupe or something. But it's like a like you hear the the sound of the stab, mm-hmm. even though they never show any actual stabbing. They just you hear the sound and you're just seeing her like move around. She's going around in circles, just like okay, if you're gonna stab me, stab me everywhere. <laughs> get it all. Get, get my back, get my left, get my right. Go ahead and stab it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then she goes down and, and he dips and she like slowly slides down and still this is like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I'm dying. I'm about to die. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like a is that is that sexist or something? No, this she, woman. She was killed by another woman. Ah, okay. So it's feminism. It's feminism. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's true. So she gets fucking killed. Cool shot of like when she her face hits the fucking floor. It's just like a close up of her eye. You're just seeing her dead eye. The showers running, and like I don't know. We all think about getting fucking stabbed in the shower. Do you not? Is that not a fear of yours? Not anymore as a child. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll pull in that motherfucking curtain up in the moment I enter a restroom. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever's behind that bitch ain't going to catch me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Dude, my shower is like, it's like a square, like a stand-up shower thing with a glass door uh-huh. that opens and closes. And my biggest fear is not getting stabbed by like a person, but slipping and then breaking that glass door in half and having that shit just oh that's yeah slice and just sitting there bleeding now just thinking like what if it like slices your cock off well then i'll probably i'll definitely bleed out because it's yeah. gonna be a huge <laughs> <laughs> a lot of blood loss i always have a boner when i'm showering too <laughs> it's the perfect time most of the blood was already there <laughs> Most of my blood left in my body at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so Marion died. <laughs> and then Norman, um, uh, you hear him argue with his mom, like, why are you full of blood? And then he runs down. He sees her dead. And he's just like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. Let's clean up the mess. 
He's not dumb. He uses the shower curtain to wrap her up so that he doesn't yeah. get any blood yeah. on This dude was fuck. in the mob at some yeah. point. Yeah. Straight up. Mm-hmm. He learned that shit from Pesci straight. Cleans yeah. it up. The first fucking hole I dug? <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> drops her off hole. with spider over there. He, fucking, <laughs> he wraps her up real nice. And then he gets all of her stuff, mm-hmm. throws it in the trunk, including the newspaper full of money. Right. Which is the whole thing that this movie has been about it's all about this water fucking cat right and it holds so mm-hmm. much like weight in the movie and then it's it holds, gone it holds, <laughs> and then it's it gone and it doesn't literal, matter anymore literal value where this like okay this bitch just fucked over this this fucking man and now she paid the price the ultimate price for it yes that's what I'm saying. This movie's kind of like really shaming. Like, I don't know. Like, you make a little mistake. You will die. <laughs> you <laughs> will die for it. And that's the genius of this movie, again, is that you do start off with her as the protagonist. You're fully invested. And she dies even not even halfway into the movie. Right. And then now you're left with Norman Bates. Right. <laughs> and now you're following his fucking journey. So, yeah. He- and it's just like you're... You started off with one character, now you're off with another one, and you're just like, what the hell? Like, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, so he's, he's cleaning up the scene, puts in the trunk, throws the paper back there, and I guess there's like a pond out back, and he just drives his car into it. And it's an actually a really cool scene because it's at night. Mm-hmm. Of course, they have the clouds in the foreground, the full fucking moon. And he's just eating candy corn the whole time. Just chilling. First of all, <laughs> psychopath. Anyone who eats fucking candy corn is a yeah, fucking lunatic. Do not. Trust that man or woman. <laughs> and and so then this car is sinking and it hits a point where it like it fills up and it doesn't go down any further and he's kinda like looking at it. Because he looks at it, he kinda looks around kinda like hmm. What what's going on here? <laughs> I think that's some of like the best acting actually that he does. Just like his reaction. It's almost comedic. Yeah. It's yeah. just kinda like, holy fuck, uh <laughs> yeah, do like, I need a stomp he, on he this? He just kinda car? looks around like a like Really? <laughs> For real? And then it, it keeps, goes down. He's going down. Yeah. He just like, gives a little smirk, keeps eating his candy. Right. Craziness. After that, you find you meet uh, Marion's sister, Lila, who is made aware that she has stolen this money and she's missing. And then she hits up Sam, the man with the abs, with the pecs, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, dude, did my sister fucking leave with you? I know... Where is she? Yeah, I know you guys. She's were, here. I know you guys were hotel banging. What's going on? And he was just like, nah, she's not with me. And then from then you meet Arbogast, who's the private investigator, who's kind of, I don't know. Did Lila hire him? I think Lila hired him. Did they even say? He just kind of shows up. Yeah. I it's think a crime scene. I think he makes the impression that he just shows up, but then later you find out that Lila may have hired him. And then so he's basically looking around the area and comes across the Bates Motel and starts some uh, questioning Norman. Like, did you have like this? Could this girl have passed by here? And he's just like, nope, nope. And he's just like, you didn't even like you like you didn't even think about it or nothing. You just answered me. So this guy's kind of onto him that right. he's being lied. He's to. a wise guy. Mm-hmm. That dude. He does kind of look like. Uh, like he belongs in Goodfellas, you For know, sure. the, yeah. the guy who plays Arbogast. And then, so he catches him in a couple of lies. He's just like, "Can I see your registry and shit?" And so he pulls up the registry, 
and um, uh, he has a writing sample, and he's just like, oh, yeah, she was here. And then from then, Norman has to start, like, fabricating a story, and that's where you, he starts stumbling, getting nervous, mm-hmm. and stuttering, and Arbogast is just already, like, he doesn't know what happened, but he's just like something. Right. Something's and he's not still, right. And he's still like making him feel comfortable where it's kind of like, oh, well, look, she used a fake name. Yeah. That's why you don't know this person or that's yeah. why you didn't recognize what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's kind of, yeah, he's being he's being the buddy and right. stuff. He's just like, oh, no, it's okay. Of course. Of course you forgot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was so long mm-hmm. ago. Of course, you got a lot going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so then he calls up Lila and he's just like, she was definitely here. I don't know what's going on. He's not telling me the truth. Oh, he sees the, the he, sees, he sees mother. He sees, oh, the, yeah, he yeah, sees yeah. her by the window and he wants to talk to her. And then also Norman makes a comment about how she may have fooled him, but he, she he didn't fool, fool his mother. mother. And he's like, oh, well, can I talk to her? And he's just like, fuck you, no. Yeah, yeah. Mama then, don't talk. Yeah, and then so she tells Lila, like, I need to talk to the mom. I feel like the mom knows something. So then he decides, he's he tells Lila that he's going to meet up with her in an hour, but then decides to go back and just walk into this house like he's not breaking a fucking entry, you know? He just walks right in. He doesn't even know. He's a knock. private eye. He don't need a warrant. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's the law. He's that's like a dog, the bounty 40, hunter, Yeah, man. there's 40 big ones coming up. Yeah, yeah that's he's the he's law. Gonna get a little, he's going to get $700 off of that oh, 400000 yeah. <laughs> He did the math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he goes up there. He's trying to find the mom. He goes up the stairs. Iconic scene. You just see... The expand foreground. Yeah, yeah. you you see what you think is the mom at this point. Because you only... Genius, because you only see the up from, like, the top. That's a shot from, like, the top down. So you only see the top of her head and that she's in a dress. You never see the face. When she's in the... When you see from the shower scene, like, it's black. The face is black. So you never see the fucking face. Right. This is the ultimate Shyamalan fucking <laughs> twist. Because at this point, you have no reason not to think that the mother... Is fucking is, psycho. Yeah, that she's not real. You hear her. You see her. You think this guy's mom is just fucking murdering people. Right. And she comes out and she slashes fucking Arbogast right across the fucking, fucking face. face. And he starts stumbling back from the stairs. Fucking hits the floor and then she just stabby stabs I don't know about him. you guys, but I got chills on that scene. Oh yeah, well the this- way he like falls. Well, obviously, yeah, he's like you know propped up to go down. But that that scene again, the expanding foreground scene where everything is like super large and he's falling down. The motherfucker is about to die. Yeah, he also has an expression of oh fuck, <laughs> shut an account. I'm here. getting murdered. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he does get murdered. So. There, that they, there you go. There goes the PI. Yeah, another <laughs> car for the swamp. Exactly, and it looked like a tiny fucking yeah. thing. Like no way could have held two fucking no. cars. I mean, especially with that light of rain, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough fucking water. No, dude. absolutely not. And then so after that, so Lila and Sam are waiting for Arbogast to hit him back up. He said he was going to hit him back up in, in an, an hour. hour. Yeah. So then hours pass, and she's like, "Dude, this guy's not hitting us up. Like, what's going on? Like, I need to. We need to go down to the motel ourselves." And then um, Sam, 
um, Sam's just like, look, you dumb broad. I'll fucking go. Because she's <laughs> I was like, I'll go myself. And he's just like, you can't fucking... You think you're going to be able to find this place? Mm. I'll go. <laughs> no, but he's just like, you. someone's going to stay here just in case he yeah. shows up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not some crazy fucking yeah. sex. No, we knew what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> and so he goes... And he's he actually does find the the Bates Motel, and he's like screaming, he's yelling for um, uh, Abergast. And I really love the fucking scene because that's where Norman just finished sinking Abergast's car, and he's standing above the little creek or swamp or whatever, eating mm-hmm. candy corn, and he's hearing this guy call for this guy who he just murdered and sunk. And he just looks back and gives this creepy ass smirk, like right? wide shot. He, yeah, fucking he's fucking gone. Awesome he's fucking gone, buddy. I'm sure there's a poster somewhere with that because that's a fucking hell of a shot. Yeah. After that, Sam and Lila go and talk to the sheriff, and they're just like, "Look, we had a private eye. He fucking had some info. He was down there in the fucking mud." And now he's fucking gone, and what's going on? And then the sheriff's just like, what are you talking about? Like, Norman, he's, like, harmless. Like, poor guy, like, his mom poisoned <laughs> her, her lover and then killed her herself. No need to investigate that. <laughs> it was a clear poison suicide. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Leave yeah. the kid alone. Mm-hmm. Poor Norman. <laughs> well, it's ten years before that he yeah. Like, yeah. And, and then and then yeah, so he's like, but they said, well, the guy, the PI had told them that she spoke with the mother. Yeah. So they give the police that information and the the, the cop looks at his wife and he's like, The mother. It's like, no, you dumb bitch. She's yeah. the mom. Oh, because she says Mrs. Bates, and she's like, Oh, did Norman take a wife? You know? Right, she's right. Like, no, it was his mom. And it's like She's been dead for ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, is, that dun, where, dun, dun. is that the first? Is that where that comes from? I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, it's got to be one of the hope. earlier ones. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hope. Yeah, she's been dead for ten years, and she's just that like, "What? It's been closed for ten years." She's like, what are you talking about? He said that he talked to the mom. He's like, "No, they like found her in the fruit cellar. Like she." Like fucking was dead, and she was in the fruit cellar, which is a thing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, apparently. And then he, she was just like, well, apparently, like, Abergat just talked to him. And he's just like, well, then you tell me this, young, dumb girl. <laughs> Who's down at that cemetery or whatever, you know? And just like, dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Zombie? And then Sam and Lila, Lila's just like, look, I don't give a fuck with that. That sheriff's an asshole. He doesn't even want to fucking look into it. Oh. So we're going down there. And he's just <clears> like, all right, let's go. Uh, we're gonna pretend like we're a married couple. We're gonna check right in, and then we're gonna figure it all out. And um, uh, Arbogast made the he figured out that it, it all went down in cabin one because Norman he was walking, he's about to yeah. walk into cabin one when Arbogast is there, and then he he stops, he stops, and then moves on. But yeah, so they they all know it went down in cabin one. That's where they find the. The electromath on the floor. They're like, she was here for sure. She's like, dumb. Yeah. I know my sister. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she never was able to flush things properly. 
And She's always stuck to that electron. <laughs> oh, the worst math. By hundreds. <laughs> the worst math you can possibly <laughs> do. And then, so, so after that, She's just like, okay, I need to go into the house. Sam, you go distract Norman. Go talk to him. And I'm going to go sneak into the house. And so Sam goes and does that. And he starts friendly at first. But then Sam goes over fucking bored, man. She's just like, so, yeah, you probably got $40,000 recently, didn't you, you son of a bitch? And he's just like, what? What? (laughs) He literally literally doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's not even aware of these forty thousand dollars, yeah. <laughs> so he's oh, just like, fuck. <laughs> so he's just like, fuck you, buddy. What do you mean, forty thousand? What car? <laughs> what car? <laughs> <laughs> Not the fucking car. I just dumped in the swamp, right? Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Help me, dude. <laughs> yeah. So. They have an argument, and then basically Sam gives himself up, and then Norman says, "Wait a minute, where the fuck is where's the broad where's at? the bitch at?" And then Sam tries to like fight him, but Norman grabs like I don't know what he grabs a lamp or something, knocks some clock classic clocks him, runs to the house. At this point, um, Lila's in there snooping, looking for Mrs. Bates. She also does see him coming up. Well, at first she's in, she's in the bedroom and she sees that the bed um, uh, has like a really sunk in like body shape. Like mm-hmm. something's just been there for like ever and hasn't moved. Right. Memory foam. Yeah. <laughs> memory foam. <laughs> Hell of a memory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the smartest in the 60s, bro. Fucking scene. <laughs> Starting the fucking 60s, yeah. bro. So then she sees him running back and so then she runs down to the fruit cellar. Mm. Um. Uh, Oh, and then er, there was an earlier scene where he, after Arbogast, after he murdered Ar- Arbogast, he was like, they're going to come looking, so I need to get mom into the fruit cellar. And then she's like, you think I'm fruity, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and she tells him, like, you already put me in the fruit cellar once before. Like, no. And you see him carry her down there, and she's like, put me down. Like, I could walk and right, shit, right, right? right? And so... She's so now Lila's in the same fruit cellar where you think she's gonna find the mother, and then she is just sitting there and she's like, Mrs. Bates. And she slowly walks after that's that iconic scene, slowly turns the chair, and you see like a mummified version of Mrs. Bates, eyeballs gone, just teeth full intact. She had good chompers, yeah, good chompers for the 60s. She lets out a fucking crazy scream like uh, the original Scream Queen because they would call Jamie Lee Curtis the Scream Queen because mm-hmm. of fucking Halloween and prom night and definitely shit. definitely is, for sure. And so, yeah, her mother did that first fucking scream. And so there was another... So she lets out a giant scream and then you see Norman show up as fucking his mom. Happy as hell, first Yeah, just like... Ah! <laughs> you figured it out Now stabbies yeah. <laughs> You know Right But then fucking Sam Woke up from his Short little days And stops him And just like Norman goes down Like he doesn't even Punch him or anything He just like really grabs Ash him Ash style Defeat <laughs> Just yeah. like lets him Fucking Yeah he him. was a bookshelf To ashes <laughs> <laughs> Fucking evil dead Fucking arc Exactly dude Yeah 
And and it's also when he shows up, he says, I'm Norma Bates. So he, it is like another fucking entity or whatever. You're right. Which Personality. You, yeah, which you find out. So he she subdues him, and then all of a sudden you're at like the police station, and you get a fucking psychiatrist who just fucking figured it all out. He has it down on the line. Look, here's what went down. Just mm-hmm. Norman did not fucking kill anybody. Norma, who was the fucking like second personality that was like very prevalent in him like was the one that killed these people and now like that personality has completely taken over taken the over, body yeah. this is the original fucking split, split dude <laughs> Shyamalan Shyamalan took it all from yeah. this fucking movie we see what you're doing bud you took the twist you took the fucking mm-hmm. personalities hold on hold on guys let me think for a minute <laughs> let me think Jesus <laughs> That's a good. That's a good Wahlberg. That's a good Wahlberg. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's just like Norma Bates, you know, was the other personality. So basically, like Norman got jealous of like his mom's boyfriend, her mom's boyfriend, and he killed them both. And then he like justified. Like, I don't know. He ignored the fact that she died and he just kept her alive in his head. Right through, yeah, through him. And then the personality just like took over, took over and now it was just like. And it, it's great too because, yeah, he's laying it all down. It's like, yeah, he's a schizophrenic. This personality is just completely embodied him. He's like, so in there, you don't have Norman Bates, you have Norma Bates. And it's great because it, then it goes into that holding cell. And he or she, just saying, just saying. This movie was very progressive. (laughs) It's having an inner monologue. And also like when he was just like, when he says that he dressed up in women's clothes, somebody asked like, well, was he a transvestite? And he's like, no, a transvestite, like, I don't know, tries to. I don't know what. No, he yeah, he really yeah. He breaks it down. It's like he wasn't a transvestite. He his whole personality was different. You right. Know? Yeah. So. And then yeah, so it, it goes to his uh, monologue, and and he he feels she feels like she just got away with something, where it's just like okay, well now I'm here, I am this man, I am Norm, and now no, he now mo- now he's mother, right? Because the guys are like he they. Like it just, I just heard the whole story and was like, all right, did he tell you? He's like, no, she told me. Right. Like he's like he or she is Norma now. Yeah, but basically, only he is the one that has his information. Everyone else just sees a guy who killed people, and I like, I fucking love that last scene with the fly mm-hmm. on his on his um well, yeah on well, his hand because you hear mother throughout the movie like in, at three. Three moments in the movie, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Creepy voice, really mean. And at the end, it's just like she's she's Calm, the villain. Yeah, you know, well, she's the villain. Like her other person, that other personality is the villain. She's just like, like I'm gonna convince them that it was him. Like now that they know that I'm the one talking from his body, like I'm not. I'm gonna pretend like I'm an innocent old woman. And then a fly lands on his hand. She's like, I won't eat. Like, I ha- like I know they're watching me. And he's yeah. like, I hope they're watching me. 
So and they you, see that I don't swat this slide. Yeah, see that I don't swat this slide. And they really look at her like she wouldn't even hurt a fly. <laughs> and then that's that beautiful fucking scene where you just see Anthony Perkins laying there, kind of just like staring down like a guilty person. Mm-hmm. And then as she kind of lays out her little plan, he just slowly looks up at the screen. And then when she kind of... She's like, I wouldn't even hurt a fly. Like, ah, he just lets out that little creepy smile. Yeah. And then it's like a slow transition to the dead mother's skull. Mm -hmm. And then it fades to the vehicles being pulled out of the fucking creek. And then you get the end. The end. And it's just like, fuck. It's fantastic, Imagine, like, what that did to people in 1960, right? Like, that that had to have been a, a hell of a... If we couldn't take it in 1999 that Bruce Willis was a ghost <laughs> the whole right. time. Right. We were like, <gasps> Brucey? <Yeah. laughs> you know, imagine was, that. Also, yeah, there was this thing, too, where, again, I was watching that fucking... It's a, it's a pretty awesome documentary. But they're talking about uh, in the 60s where they couldn't... Sh- pr- Production companies wouldn't allow gore or any of that shit. So mm-hmm. the whole suspense and the, you know the implied horror reigned king for like I mean into the seventies. I mean with Alien and shit like that too, which had some gore, mild gore in there. But I mean, gore ult- implied. Ultimately, yeah, you know all this type of movie was really more artistic, a little bit more flair, more dialogue, deeper into characters and shit like that, which is really fucking awesome. That's why I think personally, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Oh, it's a Cause, great because you're not just getting a face full of gore and nonsense killing or anything like that. It's all pretty like methodical, really thought yeah. out, really heartfelt type shit. Yeah, they have to go around all that shit. Mm-hmm. We can't show titties. Mm-hmm. We can't show strikes one and two right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't show someone being stabbed, but we're somehow going to figure out a way to make this terrifying or whatever and make it last through fuck 1960 what i don't know we're gonna do some electro <laughs> add them up let's see that's yeah, 60 years even, okay good yeah. that's some aussie math it's some aussie <laughs> math in there yeah so i mean i really like this movie i've i've there was a that uh i don't know if it was 98 or 99 shot for shot remake with fucking vince vaughn Directed by Gus Van Sant, who's actually at least sometimes a good director. He did fucking Good Will Hunting, you mm. know. It's an Oscar-winning movie. Was that Vince Vaughn one good? You saw it? Oh, no. it was. I saw it when it came out. I actually saw that version before I saw this, I believe, mm. when I was a little kid. Because mm. it was a big deal that... I mean, imagine... Shot for shot? Imagine how... How pissed off people would be like if Vince Vaughn was a comedic actor at that time. It's like if like right now they were like we're remaking fucking Psycho and fucking I don't know, Andy Sandberg's gonna be fucking he's gonna be Norman well, Bates. We were just like what? That's what, <laughs> that's what I was saying. This and movie. Martin Scorsese's gonna direct it. You're like what do you mean? <laughs> this movie is a comedy. See, that's why they threw Vinci in there. Milvan, Milvan at you. <laughs> no, but I haven't seen that movie in forever. It is known like it has a reputation for being like awful. Mm. And it has a fucking hell of a cast because you got Vince in there. Vigo Mortensen is the fuck. He's Sam. Fucking Anne Hayes is, is um, uh, Marion, of course. 
Julianne Moore is Lila. Mm-hmm. William H. Macy is fucking Abergast. These are all hitters. <laughs> this is an all-star fucking When cast. did that come out? 2000? Like 98, 99. Oh. But it was known as to be a really bad movie. I haven't seen it since I was a child. But after watching this, I am like very curious to see. Has Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers? Has Flea in it? Wow. <laughs> Has Bob Summerfield, Sam's assistant at the hardware store? There you go. Watch it for Flea, baby. <laughs> so I mean, I know it's going to be bad and stuff, but I'm curious to watch it. Just be like, what What were they thinking? And this is a good director. He's made good movies. Drugstore Cowboy is another fucking great movie with Matt Dillon. I love that movie. He made that movie Elephant. Do you remember that movie? Mm. It was kind of like the a Bowling for Columbine movie. Mm. I mean, not Bowling for... It was like a Columbine-inspired thing where it was about two kids... That kind of just shoot up your school. Whoa. And yeah, it, it's a hard movie, but it was a really good movie. It's called Elephant. Mm. And he's made, he's he has an interesting filmography. And then he just decided to do that. And it's just like, it's kind of like one of those weird things. It's like, well, what happened there? Well, and it makes me curious to watch it. I'll watch it one day. But yeah, I'm uh should wrap this up already because we've been going on way too long about freaking psycho. But <laughs> I think it, <laughs> I think it's a great fucking movie, man. And arguably, maybe the first, the first slasher movie, right? Nineteen sixty, sure. yeah. Fucking multiple murders, and I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis came out of this movie, technically. <laughs> you know, her mom is in it, man. She has a huge segment in that documentary thing we were talking about where she talks about Psycho and her role in obviously those fucking movies. So it's it's really good stuff, man. And it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, seeing the movie, watching the documentary, and seeing all these things piece in, it's fucking great. Right now is the time. For all you horror fucking lovers out there. Yeah, like, if you think, like, fuck, I can't watch an old movie. Like, there's nothing to relate to or, like, something like that. I think this is a very good one to be like. No, you can watch this movie. It is good from beginning to end. Great performances. Fucking great shots. Really fucking interesting shots and stuff. Which, actually, Hitchcock shot with with the crew that he would do his show with. Because he decided to go extra, like, low budget. He was like, I'm going to make this movie for less than a million bucks. The movie he made before that was, like, a big production budget movie that fucking, you know, he had, like, the biggest stars in it and stuff. And then after that, he was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking make something dirt cheap, black and white, um, uh, and let's see what happens. And arguably his most iconic movie. For sure. I haven't seen any great. of the other ones, but yeah. And it's a great movie to watch for Halloween. So it's a throw this on at night, get some popcorn. Yeah, the black and white at yeah. night, dude. That's just that's dope. Yeah, get throw it on for Thanksgiving dinner. You know, it'll carry oh. we're gonna we're gonna carry over into November with the spooktacular. Oh, the first yeah. one, what's the good one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving and and um uh, butcher knives. They go hand in yeah. hand. We got to do... What's the Thanksgiving movie, man? We got to come up with one. Well, I think we were going to do Nightmare on Elm Street, weren't we? That's well, you can you can carve a turkey with Freddy Krueger gloves. Bitch. With bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many... If he does even say bitch in he that does. first movie. Yeah? 
It's in the documentary. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I know, like, yeah, obviously it's a big fucking joke with that Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you watch those movies, it's like, he does say bitch a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Really? I've never rewatched yeah. it. Yeah. It that. was like a big, like, because there would always be like a one-liner or a pun eventually when he was going to kill these kids. Right. Yeah. And like if he was gonna kill them with like a TV or something, mm-hmm. he's like, "Your 15 minutes are up, bitch." <laughs> he would make a pun about how they're about yeah. to die. Yeah. <laughs> it takes puns on like it does like a Wizard of Oz pun where he's on the broom as a witch. And shit. <laughs> it's good stuff. We need to watch yeah. those movies. Man. Next year we'll yeah. do like a Freddyathon, bro. For sure, we'll do the first one. Maybe we'll do it right now. We'll just go. We'll go into 2021. Let's go right now. Ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Three-hour episode. Like Let's got go. Kanye. Anyways. Well, tune in next week for another exciting edition of the Electron Bonner Movie Power Hour. Thank you for listening and follow us on all the good stuff again. Yeah, quick shout-out to our European listeners over in Germany. You guys are into the, into the podcast over here. Good morning. All them Deutsches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time. <laughs>